welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. No cupcakes, sparkles, or glitter mouse ears here, just Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the Dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and our resident tech dude. What's going on, everybody? And we can't forget our co-host and number one Disney dude, Ryan. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, to guide you through this episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And our topic today are the best stakes at and around Disney. So, you know, this is a dude show and everybody wants to get their stake on. And there's not a shortage of places to do that in and around all the Disney property and just off it in Orlando, some great spots too. So we, we wanted to talk about that because I think every dude wants to do that because, you know, you can only eat so many chicken nuggets and, and things like that around the park. You need to get a nice cut of beef somewhere. So we're going to talk about that. And this, as a bonus round, we're going to talk about some of the other great meat dishes that you might find around property. And lastly, we're going to each give for you our secret favorite burger spot on property. So it's all about, it's all about the best steaks and best cuts of, of beef here at Disney. So we're going to start with our third choice. We're going to give you our top three in the category of steak. And let's start with our third place today and go in ascending order. So Ryan, why don't you start us off? What's your third best pick for best steak on property? I'm going to start with Turf Club, I think. Uh, so kind of a funny story too, but uh, uh, Turf Club at Saratoga, uh, it's number one, it's easy to get into. You can almost always get a reservation. So you don't have, if you don't plan something 180 days in advance, you can get in there. Um, number two, I'll tell you the last time I was there, I actually did not have a steak and I caught some grief from the Magic Vacations owners for it because my wife did have a steak. So here I am trying to be health conscious, eat some chicken and my wife orders a steak and shows me up. But, uh, I did have some of her steak and it was very good. And it's a, it's, it's a high class place. Um, you know, it's a nice place to go sit and have a meal in and, and the steak is, is very good. Excellent. Now, yeah, great, great call. They do have uh, do a nice job over there. How about you, Jonathan? What's your third pick? So for me, uh, it's the wave at the uh, Contemporary. Um, kind of a sleeper for myself because, to be honest, first time I ate here, I didn't actually know the restaurant existed. Um, I was having dinner with the owners. Uh, they mentioned it as a uh, possible place to get a nice, uh, easy bite to eat. Um, went there. I was impressed. The food overall was incredible. The meat was incredible, probably one of the best pieces of meat I've eaten. Um, it was tough to put a third of my list here, but it, it's definitely up there and some of the best I've ever had. That's great. I have not been there, so now you've piqued my curiosity. For me, my third place uh, choice is also uh, a very specific. It's the Jico Filet at Jinko at the Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, it's, you know... It's kind of a dark horse in the steak category, but they did this filet years ago early on and kept it on the menu. 
Um, and anyone who tasted it knows that their oak grilled filet mignon that's done in that oven they have there with macaroni and cheese. It's one of the first times that they combine steak with macaroni and cheese and they do a red wine sauce on it and it is absolutely delicious. So my third choice is the, uh, is Chico at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, if you haven't done it, I would suggest you do it. So that would, that would wrap up our third choice. Let's move on into the second place, getting up the ladder into some real good quality steak. Ryan, what's your second choice for best steak on property? So uh, I am a big fan of teppanyaki. I'm a big fan of the uh, hibachi grill. Uh, so I will go, even though I can go at home, I will uh, sometimes go to Teppanito in Epcot and anytime you can put a steak on a hibachi grill for me, uh, it makes me pretty happy. Um, so there's some really obvious answers out there to me, but I felt like this one was a good, a good uh, change of pace for a different way to enjoy steak. And uh, you can get an entree add-on at uh, uh, Teppanito uh, where you can get Wagyu beef, Wagyu beef. So that, that, I mean, if you guys haven't had that before, I mean, that's a, that's a cut of steak, man. That, that is an absolute cut of steak. And I'm Chicago born and raised, as I've pointed out many times, there's not many better places on earth for steak than Chicago. And uh, that kind of steak will blow your mind. Yeah, it's, it's tough, you know, it's, we, we go down to Disney and uh, I was mentioning to someone the other day, I don't really associate having steak down at Disney. I travel from, for business and entertain a lot of clients. And there's some great steak places in Chicago and New York City, and, uh, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Kansas City that have incredible beef. Um, and so it's, it's tough to find a place in, you know, in Disney when you're thinking about it. Uh, my second place uh, pick in that category is uh, Shula's at the Dolphin Hotel. If anyone doesn't know that Shula, the former coach of the Miami Dolphins, Shula's Steakhouse is over there. And particularly his his ribeye that he does there. Now this is a total dude restaurant, right? The steak steak menu is actually printed on a football, autographed by Shula, and they bring it over to your table on what what's there. And um, it it's great, great liquor choices again, bourbons and all kinds of steak. And that's my second choice. And um, you know, it's it's no mistake that it's been built over there because the Swan and Dolphin are great convention hotels. And it's usually packed with conventioneers. So it is a tougher table to get um, during the convention season. But it's easier to get during the busy season, the peak season, when the conventions are not there. So spring and fall, it's tough to get in. But summer and holidays, it's easier to get in. So, um, so that's my second choice. Jonathan, do you have a second choice that you'd pick? Yeah, for me, this is a kind of a weird one that um, most people probably don't think of uh, this place when uh, you think of steak, but it's the uh, Kona Cafe uh, there, and it's I'm very particular on this one. It's the teriyaki style strip steak they have there. It is absolutely incredible. And again, it's not a place you think that's going to have a good steak, but you bite into that steak, you taste that marinade on that piece of meat, your mouth waters right away. My mouth's watering just speaking of it right now. It is that good. I can hear that in your voice. I really yeah, can. It's, like I seriously can tell that you're you're ready for that steak at this exact moment. 
Jonathan, and for our listeners who aren't familiar, where is the Kona Cafe? So the Kona Cafe uh, is at the Polynesian uh, Resort. It Again, you wouldn't expect a great steak from a Polynesian restaurant. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Let me jump in and say, too, I know this is a steak episode, but Kona Cafe doesn't get a good enough vibe from people in general. Uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Kona Cafe is, is really good. Uh, Tonga toast and uh, French press, one of my favorite Disney World morning breakfasts. But and they do steak. they do steak for breakfast there too. I'm sure it's probably not the same one, but they do a steak and eggs dish there. And yeah, you're absolutely right. You wouldn't expect it there, although the uh, the beef at Ohana is pretty good too that they serve. Mm. So they do have something going on with the chefs and the beef over there, Jonathan. I'd have to agree. That would uh, that that gives us all our second choice, right? So now here's the here's the pick right? Because most people are only going to be on vacation for a week and they're probably going to mix it up. So they're not going to go to a week's worth of steak restaurants that we're talking about. They're probably going to go to one. So Ryan, if you were going to advise someone, what's their number one choice to get a great cut of steak at, where would you send them? Uh, My favorite place to go is uh, uh, not going to be a surprise to anybody when I bring back my Midwest roots here, Uh, but I'm going to go to the boathouse. Uh, So let me explain my Midwest roots at this. The Boathouse is owned and operated by a franchise based out of Chicago called Gibson's. Uh, Very famous steak uh, uh, restaurant uh, from Chicago. They've got several locations, different names all over the country, but very, very popular and famous here in Chicago. Uh, Gibson's owns and operates the Boathouse. And uh, the steak at the Boathouse is exactly what I expect when I'm at home in Chicago. Uh, So if if I'm going to grab a steak when I'm not in the parks, that's the place I'm going to do it. Great call. Great. And you're right. That's, that is a bit of a curve because they do such a great job with seafood there. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you this too, right. Is, is that, um, uh, you know, I, I had mentioned in previous episodes how I like to be outside the dock out back behind the boathouse is a great place to sit and eat too. So oh, the, that, that place is everything. It's drinking, it's seafood, it's steak. Yeah. It's a, it's a bar scene. It's one of the only places that has Sunday sports on when the big games, a football game is on inside the bar. I mean, that, that, you know, boathouse forever hashtag, right? It's exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't forget about that Epi car too, though. I mean, go get a, get a boat ride too, after uh, hanging on the dock there. All right. So steak and a car ride. So the number one choice for you, Jonathan, what would you pick as your number one choice? So this, this is a hard one. This, this one took me a while to think of, especially after that uh, last steak at uh, Kona Cafe there. For me, it's uh, the uh, Brown Derby. Um, their steak, again, is really, really good. It is on the pricier side, but that piece of meat is absolutely incredible you get there. I've never had a bad steak at this place. It, it's such a great old school restaurant. And I think a lot of people don't think about eating uh, like that in a theme park, especially now with the expansion of Hollywood Studios and all that's going on there. People are like, I'm not going to take an hour to sit down in a white linen tablecloth place with fancy drinks and everything. I'm, I'm too busy. I got an agenda here, right? So I think it does get overlooked. But yeah, the quality coming out of there from the cocktails and, uh, you know, the cob salad, the steaks, you know, right to the pineapple upside down cake, man. You can you can definitely put the feed bag on there. Um, so late night and then going seeing Fantasmic, that's a great place to get a steak. 
Um, so not, my number one choice is probably the number one choice of a lot of people. And again, it's at a convention hotel, which I've attended a few conventions at. But this restaurant, from the moment you walk in the door and see the in-restaurant butcher, you know that the Yachtsman Steakhouse is going to be a paradise for a meat lover. It just, it just does it right. Carnivores will go crazy um, for either the, the ribeye or the prime rib. Both are good. I think of the two, if I'm having ribeye over at Shula's, I would do the prime rib there. Um, but the, the, uh, the Kansas City strip steak is very good too. Um, so it's a tough choice. But the ultimate steak, if I had my last meal at Walt Disney World before the electric chair, I'm going to go to the Yachtsman Steakhouse and order the porterhouse. Now, generally, this porterhouse is for two people, right? But it's a no-nonsense cut, and it's literally the size of your head. So that Yachtsman Steakhouse porterhouse, you know, I'll order it. And if someone wants a, a taste here and there to go with their lobster or whatever they're ordering, I'll share a couple of bites. But most of that's going to be devoured off my plate. So, um, so that's my number one pick. So let's move out of steak and let's move into another um, form of meat. Let's take poultry off the table and fish. But there's a lot of restaurants uh, across the place that do a lot of different things with uh, ethnic foods and with uh, regional foods across the country. Um, Ryan, do you have a favorite meat dish anywhere on property that other than steak, that would be a, a go-to meal for you? I do indeed. Uh, so if I'm uh, sticking at my Disney Springs um, theme that I've got going here, uh, the Irish in me will always bring me over to Raglan Road uh, at some point. And for me, you can't get, uh, well, let's be honest, the Irish make two good meals, potatoes, right? And, <laughs> and uh, um, shepherd's pie. So the shepherd's pie at Raglan Road is, is really good. The meat that they put in it is fantastic. Uh, I really, really enjoy it there. It's one of the only places I'll actually order it. Uh, for those who haven't been, you got Irish dancers dancing around on tables and stages all around you. There's an old Irish bar and pub inside of the place. You can get Guinness on tap or you can get a, a, a Magners on tap. And uh, uh, for those cider lovers out there that want a good cider that actually puts a hair on your chest, uh, good Magners there. Uh, overall, the food at Raglan Road is some of my favorite. Um, but yeah, the, the shepherd's pie for me, that's, that's the next meat dish. Awesome. That's a, that's a great one. I wouldn't have even thought of. Uh, to consider, but I have tasted it. It is delicious. Jonathan, what's your favorite meat other than steak that you can find on property? So first things first, I'm going to say, you guys are making me goddamn hungry here. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, I'm going to have to eat after we get done with this show here. Uh, but for me, this one kind of surprised me because it's more of a uh, quick serve restaurant in uh, Disney Springs, uh, but it's the uh, Polite Pig. I was taken back by it uh, when I uh, first ate there a couple months ago. The pulled pork sandwich is one of the best pulled pork sandwiches I've ever had from anywhere in the country. And I am very particular of my pulled pork sandwiches. And this thing was so good. I just kept eating and eating and eating this sandwich until uh, it was gone. 
and I was very disappointed by the time that thing was gone. I almost went back and ordered a second sandwich just because it was that damn good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, great call. So this one, this category was tough for me because um, there was a there's a couple of favorites that I had for a long time. My favorite that I'm going to name just edged out and almost tied. Uh, Restaurant Marrakesh does this roasted lamb shank and and it's just, you know, the meat falls off the bone just perfectly. And that was always my go-to if I wasn't going to grab a steak somewhere. Plus easy restaurant to get into, the belly dancers, the music, and it's really authentic flavors. So that was, that was on the list. But just recently, my last trip, um, I went to Topolino's Terrace in the new Riviera Resort. And at the top is the uh, flavors of Riviera specialty menu and I had the flavors of Riviera tomahawk veal chop and what a beautiful cut of veal you know veal chop when you see it on the right menu whether uh, it's it's an international menu or or home it's something I always gets my attention and I've had them you know in Chicago New York some of the best restaurants around but the tomahawk veal chop yeah, up at Topolino's it is great and then you kick back with a cocktail and you can see the fireworks both at Epcot and at Hollywood Studios from the view up there. Uh, doesn't get much better. And, and I think maybe because it was a newer experience rather than some of the classic old ones that we just all shared that we've been to, um, we're coming in. But it's interesting to me that a lot of the ones that you've named are, you know, in the new Disney Springs uh, evolution. Um, and this one here being in a new, new restaurant, we're not really going back to some of the old classic ones, there's a few of them in there, but, but, you know, again, Disney stepped up their game in the food category and people are paying attention, right? So if you're a dude and you want uh, some steak and some meat, here it is. But sometimes that, uh, that beef comes in the ground flavor and you're looking for a good burger. And there's plenty of burgers that run the description from awful to great to, and so-so in between. So that's a tough choice at, at any park uh, nationwide, and, and they certainly have their challenges here. So we've got one shot now to name your favorite burger on property. So Ryan, what would that be? Yeah, I kind of want to have fun here and, and say the Mickey Burger at Cosmic Rays just to, just to mess with people. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a fun burger. It's got, it's got uh, mac and cheese on it and flaming Cheetos dust on it, and it's got Mickey's face imprinted on it. But the burger itself is, is not the best. Uh, but I will say uh, I'll still get it when I go, for the record. It's not bad. It's just it's, you're, not, you're not putting it on a top list. Um, but anyway, I am going to go back to uh, Boathouse. Uh, Boat, Boathouse has a great burger. Uh, I'm blanking on the, on the name of it at the moment, but it's a spicy burger. It's got a jalapeno, uh, got a jalapeno Havarti on it. Uh, uh, hopefully I can figure this out. Uh, um, but uh, anyway, so that burger is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's the Gibson Sandwich King award-winning burger. Wow. Sorry. Uh, so I had to look it up, guys. I'm sorry, but I had okay. to do it. Uh, uh, but anyway, it's got uh, cherry peppers on it, jalapeno Havarti, and a smart a spice mayo it's really good uh it it brings me enough of my home uh beef flavors from chicago with a little bit of a vacation vibe to it so uh and the atmosphere for me is everything i hate i hate sending people to the same restaurant twice but when you like something you like something that's 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 awesome 
Jonathan, it's going to be tough to top that. What do you got as your favorite burger? Yeah, it would be your go-to choice. Yeah, that that that's really tough to beat. I mean, you're making me just want to change my uh, my decision here just based on that description, man. That that burger sounds absolutely incredible. I am a salesman at nature, just so you know. So <laughs> join the dark side. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. I'm contemplating myself here, but um, for me, this one's going to be a pricier burger for anybody's decision, even at what it is it's about 20 bucks a burger and i know all of us that's pretty damn pricey for the burger but it's going to be a kobe beef burger from the uh, yaki and yeti restaurant in animal kingdom it's not my favorite restaurant but when i ate this burger this burger was good this burger had so much flavor it was delicious um and again you don't expect that type of a burger from a place like that but it was really good, uh, especially being a Kobe beef burger. You can't go wrong with it. I mean, Kobe is expensive, but it was well worth the price there. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the steak with the Wagyu beef, right? Is a Kobe beef burger is, is like that. It's it's not something you're necessarily going to find everywhere, but when you do, it's a it's a solid it's a solid ground beef to use. Oh yeah, absolutely. What I find interesting about this category is you know, and we don't we. Just just so our listeners know, we don't compare notes on these assignments. So sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree, sometimes we come out of left field with each other. Um, but we've, we've picked all very different, unique uh, choices. So, uh, and I've tried a few, I got to admit, I've tried a few, but my favorite burger on property is the Bison Cheeseburger at the Geyser Point Bar and Grill, Disney's Wilderness Lodge. It's a Bison Cheeseburger it's cooked and topped with Tillamook cheddar, sweet onion straws, lettuce, tomato, and this Marionberry barbecue sauce. This is, uh, you know, it, it converts me to eat bison rather than ground meat. It's a perfect treat to enjoy. And again, relaxing out there under the pines, that beautiful lakefront view. You don't feel like you're in Florida. Uh, you just kind of escape it and uh, you get that you get that great feeling of the American Northwest there. Wrap, sinking your teeth into that bison burger. So, Carl, you're talking about Tillamook cheese on that burger, right? Uh, uh, fantastic cheese, by the way. I don't know if you'd agree with me or not, but I found it funny because I went to go look it up because you and I had a conversation not too long ago about where the best cheese comes from, being Chicago and Midwest versus the Northeast. And Tillamook cheddar, which I believe is one of the best, comes from Oregon. Yes, it does. Yeah. So um, there you go. Doesn't come from the Midwest. I can handle it. I mean, again, I, I hate my most, point, things, Ryan. I hate my most point. things Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, if we got rid of cheese and we had to move to the Northeast for cheese, I'd be okay with that. If it meant. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love all my Wisconsin people out there. Well, unless you play for the Packers. Yeah, right. Well, thanks, dude. Thank you for making that contribution uh, this week. We're all salivating. We're all hungry. There's so many places to grab a burger, steak, a barbecue, or get your red meat on at Walt Disney World. Those were some of our favorites. So until next time, later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media on Facebook.com 
at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 100 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global Travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.